So at the top of our second hour, we usually have our youth call, whether youth calls in with a question or personal problem or testimonial. Young people of school age from age 8 to 28 are welcome to call in. And as I mentioned earlier, last hour, we still have college students and people from various colleges on Cardinal Newman's the Cardinal Newman Society's top 20 list of colleges that didn't fit on the show November 8th that are still calling in to tell us how great the Catholic environment is at their college. So I'm excited that we have carried this over, was it, four weeks? Now we did it the 8th, and then we did them the week after, week after. We have four. We still have another one from a, um, a, a Catholic university in Rome calling in next week. If that goes as planned, so this is pretty exciting. It's giving me great hope about the college students of today and gratitude to the Cardinal Newman Society for posting their top 20 list of colleges that really are Catholic. So we have a caller today that called in from Thomas Aquinas College. Her name is Sarah. Sarah, are you on the air? I am. Okay, Sarah, welcome. So you're from Thomas Aquinas College, and that is in California? It is Southern California. Okay, well, that's a nice place to go to college. Anyway, do people go for the education or go because of the uh, beautiful environment out there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's definitely definitely a perk of, of, of coming to the college. I think <clears throat> generally, um, you know, people do come for the unique Catholic education that the college offers, um, you know, academically rigorous, great books program, um, that's really studied under, you know, the great the great authors are studied under the light of the church, under the light of the faith. Um, now, so I that, know you, you have an unusual way of teaching there at, at St. Thomas Aquinas College, which probably is a, a, a wonderful way that the human mind works. But explain to our audience just a little bit in how this great program, great books program works that is different in the way that Thomas Aquinas College approaches it than some other universities, because I think that's what makes it unique. How do they teach the great books there at Thomas Aquinas? Yeah, absolutely. Um, each class is... Um, basically a, a group of about 16 to 18 students, so very small class sizes, and all of the students read um, the first source. So, for example, we read St. Thomas Aquinas' Summa. Instead of just reading about him, they read exactly what he wrote. That's exactly. So the, the first sources, and then once we, we finish reading a text, we come together for class, and classes are, are done via the Socratic method. So... The professor will ask an opening question that's pertinent to the text that we've just read, and then a conversation will ensue um, amongst 16 to 18 students. Um, so that really, that really is what what was done years and years ago. The ancients, you know, um, Socrates and Aristotle teaching, you know, by by way of the, the Socratic method, um, you know, asking questions, finding common ground, um, hearing another person's argument. So. I think one of the immediate kind of fruits of, of learning through the Socratic method, through discussion method, is that, um, well, hopefully, you know, you learn how to listen. Um, oh, yeah. Also, and you learn yeah, how to think, you know. don't you? You learn exactly. how to think learn. and analyze. Exactly. And I think that, that's, the, that's kind of the beautiful progression. You, you learn how to think well, so, so hopefully you, you learn how to speak well, is, you know, in addition to that. So, and then you discuss how to apply that to the problems of today in the culture? So you come out of there not just with a great books education, but how do you take that out and make the world a better place for Christ? How are you making, how, first of all, are students becoming more Catholic or growing in their faith, and then how are they going to make the world more Catholic with this education they get at Thomas Aquinas? Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's I think that should be on the mind of, of every college student, of every, you know, parent that's sending their, their child to a Catholic school, you know, how is this how is this education gonna transform my child's life, my right. child's heart so that they can, you know, be an influence. I think I think in a particular way here at the college, you know, we're studying the age old questions of, of man, you know. Um we we talk about justice, we talk about, you know, the way in which human nature is is set in, in place by, by God himself. So we, we, we talk about some of the most ancient questions that man has had for all time. And do you still um, have tests? So we, do they give you exams? Do, do you still have tests yeah, and exams? Absolutely, yep. We have um, finals um, twice a year at the end of each semester, um, again, to kind of gauge a person's knowledge and, and to make sure that they're keeping up, that sort of thing. Um, Are they essay tests or oral exams? Because you can't obviously have multiple choice tests if you were in the discussion Socratic thinking mode. Right, right. Yeah, the the, the exams are are essay exams. um, And then also um, for one class, there's an an oral exam in which you actually actually speak with your your professor um, and he gauges how well you've understood the material for the the semester. Um, So, you know, in some ways we, we definitely adhere to, you know, Modern colleges and universities just again, again those tests are just to to make sure that the student is tracking. But most of the most of the the work is done in the actual classroom, you know, participating in the discussion. And I think that have, takes a certain. You don't have as much homework outside of class. Well, I mean, the homework is is reading, reading, and reading. So there is again, it's a, it's a rigorous academic curriculum. So <clears throat> there is quite a bit of reading um, outside of the classroom. Again, preparing to be able to be present in the discussion. Um, and like I said, that, that takes a certain sort of energy. You know, you're not, you're not cramming a bunch of facts or a bunch of information, oh, okay. but rather you're trying to synthesize the argument mm. so that you can speak well and, and interact well with your fellow classmates once you get to class. Great. Now, there's only so much time in class. We know when people are at college, and a lot of our listeners are concerned about their children losing their faith at college. The question comes up frequently on this show. You know, my child went off to college, or they came back, and they lost their faith, even if they you know, homeschooled and, or taught them their faith well or went to a great Catholic grade school and high school. So how outside of class time there at your school, Thomas Aquinas, how does the experience there help like nurture people's faith and and then what is the the college life the social life like that that builds catholic community and reinforces teachings by just your everyday activities how does that work there yeah i think i mean part of the new evangelization with that what is at the heart of the new evangelization is the mass is the liturgy you know is god made present in our lives at the mass and so here at the college we actually have four masses a day which is Oh my goodness! Four masses a day—that's great. Yep, isn't that wonderful? And they're attended by students, every one of them. They are. They are students and and professors too, um, Colleen. I think that's something that you know you asked about the culture here on campus. We have, in a way, some of the best I think Catholic peer pressure, and that you know you have your, your friends around you, your peers are are going to mass, are going to confession, you know, or maybe seeking spiritual direction. So there's a... Oh, I like that thing. term, Sarah. Catholic peer <laughs> pressure. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's the it's sort of thing that, um, you know, because you have peers that are, are actively trying to seek the faith and, and learn um, and grow intellectually um, in, in what the faith means and what that calls calls us to do, I think that I think that really is an, is an encouragement for, for students here. And so I think, again, I think the 
the spiritual life is something that um, the, the college really tries to encourage and facilitate. We have four chaplains, like I said, four masses a day. Um, and, you know, the, the, the closer that we are, the more present we are at mass and the sacrifice of the mass, the more aware um, we'll be of how important it is to share what it is we've been given, you know. So I think the culture here at the college tries to encourage its students to, you know, once, once graduated, to really go out and share what they've, what they've received here. Um, again, the, I think the college is really trying to equip its students um, through the sacrament, sacramental life and through the intellectual life to be to be active witnesses in the so, church today. A bunch of intellectuals there. Well, one question I know that's on parents' minds when they consider a school like Thomas Aquinas, that it has the wonderful great books program, teaches your kids how to think, solve problems, has a good environment to support the faith. But in practicality, the parents are wondering, what are they going to do with this degree? Like, So what are some of the occupations that various graduates have taken on. I know some of them go on to law school, but if law school isn't your direction, because I didn't I hear that uh, Tom Monahan offered scholarships to Ave Maria Law School to Thomas Aquinas students because they come out such great thinkers. So I think what, that's right. What, um, what kind of things do they do? Because that's what parents want to know. Is this practical? Can you pay off your college loans when you're finished? Is this a worthwhile right. investment? Besides investment, we understand that the richness of the person and the intellectual uh, capacity of the person, their ability to think and solve problems. That, and, but what do they do with this great books degree? When, what kind of job do they have when they get out? <laughs> Yeah, there's there's quite a a range. I mean, if you look on our website right now, www.thomasaquinas.edu, you know, the three featured alumni stories are um, on architecture, law, um, and then, of course, vocations to the priesthood are are something. uh, We have 63 um, vocations since the founding of the college. Um, So there's there's a number of, um, a number of, in fact, just speaking on a personal level, I have about six or seven friends that are are teaching now and in Catholic and private schools. So I would say education, um, law, um, you know, some people choose to do missionary work. But again, um, I think I think the practical, people want to hire um, students who have critical thinking skills, who have, um, you know, strong relationality abilities, you know, um, the ability to relate and, and to hear and to dignify the other person in conversation. I think I think that's something that, that Thomas Aquinas College really instills in its graduates. So, um, yeah, I think, I think on a practical level, um, students are prepared to enter into the world and, and get good jobs, present themselves confidently and faithfully in interviews. And I think there's something that, you know, when you receive the truth, obviously we want to proceed as humbly as possible. Mm-hmm. But when you do have the truth, it gives you a certain sort of confidence. And I think, I think, um, graduates, um, have have confidence in what they know, and so that's attractive to people who are trying to hire um, mm, hire young yeah. you know young minds. Confidence. That's great. Okay, one last question, and this is going to be a surprise for you. The um, you've been there a few years now, and so you've seen a lot of students come and go. And I was wondering if you could share a story with our listener that'll give us hope, like a story of somebody that you saw grow in their faith due to the environment there, and they came out a better person um, because of the environment, the learning, the the faith life, the social life. Can you, without telling, you know, giving away the person's name, can you tell us a story sure. of, of how that took place? And uh, so we can be encouraged for the, the young people at today's colleges. Yeah, no, thank you for, thank you for giving me an opportunity to share a story of encouragement. That's, 
it's always a blessing. Um, actually, one of my good friends um, entered. I, I graduated this past May. Um, I'm actually working here at the college as a certain as a sort of campus minister, dorm dorm resident. Um, so I, I get to kind of see people moving through um, the college, which is a great joy. But one of my one of my good friends, who I actually graduated with last year, um, came to the college as a freshman. Um, as not as a Catholic, she was um, really not professing any faith at the time, hmm. and um, came from a public school and, and came to the college. And over the course of her time at the college, um, she actually converted to Catholicism. Um, now, obviously, this is a this is kind of a, a star shining example of what the, the, the sort of influence that the college could have on a person's mind and heart. Um, but seeing her seeing her faith grow, um, I think seeing her just the way in which she began to really take take a hold of the curriculum and the studies and, and how those studies, um, I think the Lord through the intellectual life really started pulling her heart towards towards his. Mm, and um, the truth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so I think I think that's something that if we're open to it and if you know, if we pray for the the grace to be transformed, the Lord really does. And I know that there are a lot of my my other friends who were were praying for this for this girl to that she that her heart would be opened and and now she's a, a beautiful Catholic Catholic woman who is taking her faith seriously, and also I think has a desire to you know um, because she's given, been given much to also give much in return. So I think that's it. That's definitely an encouragement if I've ever heard of one. That yeah. is, that's so. great. Well, thank you so much for calling in today. We're happy to hear about Thomas Aquinas College and and the great things that it's doing to grow the church and grow young people's minds. So thank you so much for calling, Sarah. We appreciate it. God bless thank you, Colleen. Thank you for what you do for the church. Oh, God bless geez. you. God bless you. Bye-bye.